Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. So we're recording this on Tuesday, June 17th, a.k.a. the franchise tag deadline. Teams today must sign an extension with their franchise tagged player or they must play on the franchise tag for the season. So Joshua, the Dolphins don't, they didn't use the franchise tag this year. They used it on Mike Kosicki last year. I'm curious to get your thoughts looking ahead to the 2024 offseason. Is there any chance that the Miami Dolphins might get back into the business of using the franchise tag? Okay, can I? I was gonna say Austin Jackson. <laughs> I'm Ooh. gonna start with that, but I'm, I'm kind of kidding. I don't know. I mean, if he goes out there and plays above expectations, I mean, maybe that's where they look. But to me, I think the the key guy here could be Christian Wilkins, right? We continue to see and hope every single day that a deal gets done. We know he's they picked up his fifth year option, but with every new defensive tackle contract, I mean, that franchise tag is going to cost a ton. So I looked it up before we came on here. It's nearly $20 million if they do use that franchise tag. So I guess that would be my answer. Christian Wilkins could potentially get the franchise tag. And that could also be why the Dolphins aren't so quick to get this long-term deal done. But $20 million, man, uh, I would much rather have a long-term deal and have that number a little bit lower. Um, but yeah, maybe Austin Jackson is crazy. That sounds, maybe he goes out there and balls out and we're sitting here wondering, Oh no, we can't let Austin Jackson walk. We got a franchise tag this man. I mean, that'd be a good, um, you know, a good problem to have, right? No, I completely agree with you. Um, Christian Wilkins is the one it's actually started to make much, much more sense that that might be the option. The dolphins are going, you consider that there were four other defensive tackles in that draft Quinton Williams being the most recent of the New York Jets to sign these monster monster deals, as a result. So you do wonder, are the Dolphins just deciding to pass? We've been outbid on the defensive tackle market. So we're just going to pay Christian Wilkins like a top five tight, uh, excuse me, defensive line for the next two years and, and see where the paths may go from there. Josh, you brought up Austin Jackson and, and I know there's a little bit of joking to it, but I might be crazy, but I genuinely see a world where he could possibly play well enough. He could have such a strong season as a former first round pick that the Miami Dolphins say, all right, you know, Austin Jackson, you know, we see it, we see the growth. 
a former Chris Greer draft pick. This would be an opportunity for him to kind of raise that flag of, hey, not a bust pick. Is there a world where you could legitimately see where Austin Jackson plays well enough at right tackle to be um, on Miami's <laughs> cap space as a top five tackle going into next season? Uh, no, I can't. I mean, no I, I'm, I'm as optimist as anybody, you know, optimistic as anyone. And I always, you know, think that, okay, I could be wrong about these guys. A lot of people can be wrong. They're going to prove us wrong and go out there and, and, you know, live up to expectations. But despite how awesome and, you know, lean, mean, a machine he looks like in some of those pictures, I just, I can't see it, man. I, I really cannot see it. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with you. I, I don't think Austin Jackson would be one of the guys to receive that opportunity. Josh, an older guy on the list who I think we talked about a little bit in the offseason, but as things are kind of starting to pick up a little bit, we haven't. What about Zach Sealer? For me personally, I don't think there's any chance it happens, especially if you have a Christian Wilkins on your um on your uh, books. But but let me know what you think. Is there any world where Zach Sealer becomes a franchise tagable guy? Yeah, I mean, that, that seems a little bit crazy, right, with that $20 million mark. But, I mean, for as good as Zach Sealer has looked, I mean, I think he's the right fit for this defense. I think that – I think there's a better chance that a long-term deal gets done with Drew Rosenhaus being his agent, you know, his number being a little bit smaller than Christian Wilkins. But he could be one of those guys at the Dolphins. I hear my baby, she agrees. She likes uh, Zach Sealer as well. So crazier things have happened, right? And if we're going to go with Zach Sealer, maybe Raekwon Davis goes out there and balls out and does, you know, his thing at nose tackle. And we're sitting here talking about him. Um, she loves defensive linemen, if you can't tell. <laughs> she's she's big in the trench play. She she really gets, she knows ball. She knows ball. Yet Sealer is one I think is definitely another uh, 0% chance type thing. Uh, just because it's just the Christian Wilkins question is just so, so big for this team that I don't think it's going to happen. Josh, before I give you my next player, can you think who of the, was the last player before Mike Gesicki to be on the franchise tag for the Miami Dolphins? I hate when you do this because these are such easy layups, I believe, and I just can never, I, I can never It was think. 2018. I mean, Jarvis Lander was a transition tag, right? It, well, it count. Nope. You, okay. you nailed it. That was That's what I was going to go with. Yeah. Cause they got what a second rounder, I think then from the Cleveland Browns for him. Yes. Fourth rounder, fourth rounder, fourth and a seventh actually. Oof. I don't know why I always thought it was a second. That's gross, man. He, he was a, maybe it's cause he was a second round. However, technically speaking, the dolphins traded Jarvis Landry for the picks that turned into Durham Smythe and Miles Gaskin. That seems like a kind of legitimate trade. Right in the grand yeah, scheme. Oh no, yeah, that could be could be worse. I mean, I, I think I was I think a lot of us love Jarvis Landry more than maybe we thought he was better than he was, maybe is the word I'm looking for. That that's a good way to put it. How about how about before Landry, Josh? Who who got the tag before that? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. So he'd be a twenty thirteen draft pick. I'll give you that hint too. Twenty third yeah, I got nothing. Wait, might be twenty Olivier Vernon. No, he was twenty twelve. Yeah, I was gonna, deal. I was gonna guess Olivier Vernon, but I wasn't. Sh I cannot remember him getting that tag. Twenty fifteen, they also used it. Do you know who they used it for there? No, that one. You, you, you were close. What you mentioned the transition tag. That's your hint for this one. Got nothing. I hear a horse in the background. Can you hear that horse going off? I mean, this is what I have to deal with. I, Dory Brain Man. Who, who was it? Charles Clay. Buffalo Bills legend. Buffalo Bills legend Charles Clan. Before that, 2013, Randy Starks. 2011, Paul Soliai. And then they didn't use it all the way till 2000 with Richmond Webb. So that's a little bit of history on the franchise tag there. And when you kind of consider that, Josh, you think of the situations the Dolphins used them. 
it was players where you didn't want to break the bank, but you didn't want to mess with something good. Those kind of seem like the parameters when you look at what the Dolphins did. How about this one, Josh? Somebody who's a little upset with their contract situation. Somebody who held out. How about Connor Williams? Connor Williams, to me, seems like the ideal, the undeniable right answer for the franchise tag if the Miami Dolphins were to use it next year. For a little bit of context, offensive linemen this year for the franchise tag are $18 million. That'd be a huge pay raise for him, right? Crazy, I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd rather try to work out a long-term deal. But yeah, man, that's a good, good call by you. I mean, for as well as he played last season, for as much as the Dolphins' offensive line might need him, I mean, we're still all holding out hope that maybe Liam Meikenberg was that, um, you know, that unicorn in camp that can, you know, play center in his absence. But that's that's a good answer. So I'm thinking Connor Williams is a good answer, and I think Christian Wilkins is also up there. So those two guys, I mean, who who do you think has a better chance of getting that franchise tag? Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Dude, that's such a tough question. I want to say Connor Williams because I, I'm starting to get a little more pessimistic about it, but I feel like Christian Wilkins, the contract extension isn't coming. I'm still holding out hope. I'm going back to what Ian Rappaport said, that a lot of teams wait till right before training camp. It's like a big confidence boost to let these guys get their contract. Everyone can celebrate together in the locker room. And that just seems like such a Christian Wilkins thing. But at the same time, I'm a fan of this team, and this is how I can kind of talk myself into different things. I just had an epiphany. Robert Hunt's up for a new deal too, right? Is oh, he that's not... another good one. Yeah, so damn. Man, they got if a lot of decisions. If you had to decisions. pick Connor Williams or Robert Hunt to franchise tag, the other one walks. Who are you picking? I'm going I'm going with Robert Hunt, right? I, I love think, Robert yeah. Hunt. I mean, I think they might prefer that center. I mean, they talk about how important the center is that offensive line. I I, I just feel like you got to keep Robert Hunt around. If they let him go, and even Connor Williams, I mean, if they let this offensive line, which is already kind of in shambles, you know, their good pieces walk next season. Damn, dude, I hate to be Chris Greer. They're what thirty million over at this point next year already, and you got to try to find a way to bring back some of these guys. Damn, dude. Can you believe that Robert Hunt is basically four years older than Austin Jackson? Can you can you wrap your head? He's twenty seven right now. Austin Jackson's twenty three. Not at all, and that's why you got to kind of sit here and hope that maybe you know we're all egg on our face, and he finds a way to be that right tackle. One last note I want to make about this group, Josh, is there could be an opportunity here for the Miami Dolphins to maybe start to reload some draft capital because looking ahead to next year, man, I don't know how you can keep all these guys who are about to be free agents. 
Um, you know, I won't go through like the Andrew Van Ginkles, those mid-tier guys where I think the Dolphins could get some picks, but it really will depend on how they do this year. Uh, but but looking ahead to next season, I could see someone like Jerome Baker getting one more solid contract. Then you have those guys if Connor Williams walks, if Raquan Davis walks. Uh, you know, Robert Jones is another one who already has playoff experience where he could have an opportunity to get some sort of a little payday. Uh, Malik Reed's another one. Alec Ingold, I think he might even wind up staying in Miami for a little bit. But man, there are a lot of guys next year where it's a unique scenario where they're good players. You'd like to have them, but you don't necessarily need them, which is a very unique situation as Dolphin fans. We haven't had this a lot. Yeah, we're in a unique situation. Then we got all these young players that are continuing to, you know, eventually come up. Jalen Waddle, like we talked about earlier, Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland. The list goes on and on, man. And I do not envy, you know, some of those decisions that they are going to have to make. But that's why we keep hearing two-year window, right? Two-year window. And with that, Josh, I want to wrap with one final question here. Miami's free agents, the their most expensive play, paid players, excuse me, for 2023, who are going to be expensive going into 2024. Jerome Baker, Connor Williams, Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer. Those are the ones that really stand out. You know, you add Robert Hunt to that list. Josh, which one do you think is going to get the biggest contract going into next season? Oh, man, that's a good question. I guess I'm going to go – I'll go with Robert Hunt. I think they get a long-term deal done there, I guess. That would be my answer because Christian Wilkins, now you got me feeling a little pessimistic. So I'll go with Robert Hunt. All right, we're bringing it back. Good vibes. Christian Wilkins is going to be signed. The Miami Dolphins are going to go 14-3, and three, and we're headed to the Super Bowl. That's, that's clearing it up. That is the vibes.